ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to today's episode of Midweek Mind Candy. We are so honored that you've taken time out of your day to come and hang out with us, learn something new, and expand your understanding of the everyday use of our English language. My name is Stacey Johnston. I'm honored to be here with you, and equally as honored as always to sit alongside my co-host, Cassie Holland. How are you this morning, Cassie? I am doing great. Looking forward to this conversation. Um, how are you? I'm doing well as well. So, you know, Cassie, look at your life, and you've got a busy world, right? You've got three small kids that you homeschool. You've got jujitsu and ballet and things that families do to, to stay involved. So with all the things you have going on, still you continue to come back, do these recordings with us, and hang out with these amazing people. How come? What's your intrigue? The people. I, I appreciate other points of view, right? other opinions, other definitions, other examples. I just appreciate the difference. It's very intriguing for me. Mm, me too. Me too. Like we talked about before, I just really think it improves my ability to communicate. Right? It gives me pause to think about what I'm going to say, how I'm going to say it, and to make sure that we have an understanding between us during this communication that we're, in fact, talking about the same thing and, and seeing the same road so we don't leave confusion with one perception. Courage really has opened my eyes. All right, well, let's get this show on the road today. We have a beautiful guest returning with us. We were fortunate enough to have her as a guest on our Unkeeped Heroes podcast. And she was willing to come back and join us again for today. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's bring Miss Tammy Johnston. How are you today? We are doing very well and looking forward to another fun and interesting conversation. Wow. So tell me, when you heard about this podcast and we talked about it, what intrigued you? What made you say yes? I'm always up for exploring how different people are, are seeing things and how we are, are similar but different. And when you expose yourself to different ideas and thoughts, we all learn and improve when we spend our lives in silos and only with people that look, think, and act like us, we all lose because, damn it, that's boring. That doesn't fix anything. And our world needs as much help as it could possibly get. I agree. I like that answer. That's a good answer. So let's kick this off, Tammy. Today we're going to talk about the word redeem. So when you see the word redeem, tell me, what's your first thought? What does that word mean to you? <laughs> well, to be very honest, the very first thing that pops into my head is redeeming a coupon. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm, re- I'm redeeming a coupon so that I can save myself some money or get some extra bonus and different things that goes, goes along with it. So that's the first thing that pops into my head. <laughs> Not the most profound, but. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. So if you're going to take from, from the first thing to that, to that profoundness, where does redeem take you in your heart as you look at the people you work with? As I look at the people that I work with, like when they're being, being redeemed, it's like I, I have a slightly different take on things. It's, it's when, when they're under so much stress and all of this stuff and everything seems to be coming at them and, and they seem to be redeemed. It seems to be a, a, a change in the way of thinking, a change in the way of acting, and everything just starts to get better. They stop 
fighting themselves a lot of the time. Right. I like that, that change fighting yourself. How often do we do that, fight ourselves? We, we think it's the world, but it's really us fighting ourselves. Mm-hmm. Constantly. Constantly. Uh, all the nasty voices, the, 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 the community of crap that we go, have going on in our head keeps us from doing so many good things, and we never really get rid of them, but we can learn to better manage them. <laughs> I like that. I like learning to better manage. Kathy, how about you? When you hear the word redeem, what do you think of? I think of I think of I think of a second chance, right? Because I mean you know, if you're if you're redeeming yourself, if you're you're coming back from a situation, it's because something happened that either A, you weren't happy with, or B, someone else wasn't happy with, right? So if you're coming mm-hmm. back to redeem yourself, you're coming back with a different attitude, with a different desire, with a different need, hoping to attain a different outcome. Hmm. So, I like that. Yes, second chance is, is, is a really good way of looking at it. I like to think of it as we have as many second chances as we're willing to ask for and take. Mm, I, like that I agree too. with that 100%. Because very, very little in life is one and done. <laughs> we, have to, we have to keep going. And I've, I've discovered from many decades of experiences, the universe will present lessons over and over again until we get them. And each time we ignore the lesson or try to be stubborn, the lesson gets harder and more painful. So our job is to clue in faster rather than, than, than slower and save ourselves an awful lot of pain and grief. <laughs> That's really sound advice. <laughs> That's sound advice. You know, when I think about the word redeem, I think kind of like you, Cassie, second chance, and kind of like, kind of like you said, Tammy, a change in the concept, but I take it more to the inside, right? If I need to find redemption within myself, um, I think that comes with self-grace. I think that comes with self-forgiveness. And I think that sometimes we need to be redeemed in our soul, in our own head, and how we perceive ourselves. First, because I think until you, until you redeem that, right, something happens and, and it doesn't go the way you want it or you get disappointed or disillusioned or embarrassed or it goes badly and you have that need to, for personal redemption, to feel better about who you are. And so I, I kind of like to take these words inside. So when I'm thinking about the word redeem and I look in the mirror, redeeming for me is self-grace. It's, it's finding a place to re-shine my light polished off with whatever he turned it before. And a lot of times it's my own judgment. But I think self-redemption has to happen inside before you can bring it outside to, to seek redemption on the outside. So I'm taking it inside and I'm, I'm thinking about what it means to me to be reborn, renewed, cleansed. My light shined off so that it can shine again. That's, that's redeemed for me. Kathy, Tammy, where does that take you? I agree. Like you said, a lot of it, <laughs> it, is about, it is about self-forgiveness and self-acceptance and 
knowing that we have so much more inside of us and the number one thing holding us back is ourselves. And when, when we accept that redemption, we redeem ourselves, we're able to go forward and help ourselves more, help our family, help our communities, help the world at large. Playing, playing small and all the guilt and all of the stuff that we pile upon ourselves helps no one. Yeah. I mean, Kathy, how about you? You take redemption to, to your inside, to yourself. Where does that take you? Um, I think that, you know, self-love, self-grace, all that is very important. But I think, I think getting to a place where you are comfortable enough to sit with the situation is a lot harder than people think. Oh, yeah. So people want to be like, oh, well, I said I was sorry. <laughs> right? Like, not understanding, not understanding what a simple gesture, a simple sentence, a simple body movement for somebody that pays so much attention to, to body language can be can be detrimental sometimes, right, to someone's day because of how they interpret it, because of whatever the reason is. So I think that, you know, people coming up and, you know, they're like, well, I said I was sorry. What else do you want? Hmm. I want you to sit with me so I can tell you why that affected me, right, because until I can get to a place where I can be like, okay, this is a problem, and this is how I see it, and this is how it made me feel. I can look in the mirror all I want to, but until I listen to myself and listen to my reactions and my emotions, I'm not going to be able to come back from that negative act. Mm. Very much so. Very much so. Thank you, Tammy. Yeah. Go with that, Tammy. Well, I, I like how you say, well, you keep saying, well, I said I'm sorry. Well, there's an awful lot of people that will say, they'll say the words, but they don't mean them. And, and, and that's, that's, that's a huge one. And, yes, we have to forgive ourselves, but we have to be aware of what is going on within ourselves. And, like, as Stacey was saying, we need to sit with that and face, face those demons because if we're just trying to um, whitewash it or um, do the toxic positivity – that's not going to help us long-term or short-term. Like you, re- redemption isn't just like you wave a magic wand. It's you have, to, you have to sit with it, you have to learn, and you have to grow through the process. It's not just – it doesn't just happen. It's, it's part, of the, part of the growth of becoming a better and stronger person. Mm. I like that. I like that. I think that's so true that- you know, redemption is a a goal. You know, it's one of those things that <clears throat> that you have to work towards. Right, like Kathy said, and like you said, this owning an apology, giving an apology, accepting an apology, making a new decision, coming up with some—that's all part of it. 
Why? But underneath that is the deeper part, and you have to be you have to be ready for that. You have to be ready for the work that redemption takes, true redemption, yes. and to feel truly redeemed within yourself. It's not a flyby thing. It's not a statement. It's not a bumper sticker. It's an actual act of moving forward in a new way within the thought process. It goes way deeper than just the word. I like that. But you, Kath, where does that take you? I think it's important to realize that, you know, just because <clears throat> there are people that have wronged you or whatever the situation may be, that they need to be redeemed for. There are things that you yourself need to be redeemed for. You know, there's, there's, nobody's perfect, right? So you have to take into consideration your part in the situation and decide whether you need to be redeemed or you need to give grace and forgiveness to allow somebody else to be redeemed. I like that. It's not always about you, huh? No. I like that. I like that. So, Tammy, when you're looking at your clientele, and we have you down as the hold-your-hand-and-kick-your-ass kind of business coach, right? Yep. You'll be positive shit distributors and kick some ass. So when you comment at a company, right, and you have a company that's had a bad turn, maybe they had a bad product, maybe they had a bad minute, and they're looking to, to rebuild, right? Just like the bar owner guy that comes in and redeems the bar and makes them all wealthy again. So when you look at your clients and you, you go in and you've got a business that goes, man, we've had a hard time, we, we took a rough blow, and we're really trying to find our way back. Where does this word redemption, redeem, where does it come into to your work with the clients that you serve? Well, it takes you back to one of the things that I, I, do, I do myself and I, and I hammer home for my clients over and over and over again. Anytime you've done anything, whether it's worked or not, so you're talking about, okay, when things are not going well, people will spend more time looking at that. They'll spend a lot more time beating themselves up on it. But I always go, you need to do an autopsy, which is three questions. What worked? What didn't? And what do I want to try next time? Because we beat ourselves up when we believe that we have to succeed right out of the starting gate. And any misstep or anything, it's a failure, and we start beating ourselves up. But I'm going, so many people, like our life is made up of failures, and it's always going to be made up of failures. Our job is to learn from them, own that. Like, don't try to bury it. Don't try to cover it up and hide from it. The people and the businesses that we respect and that we want to do business with and the ones that have the long-term stickability are the ones that own up to their mistakes. They're going, yep, we messed up. Here's what we've learned from it. Here's what we're going to do to make sure we don't do it again going forward. And... That takes a lot, of, a lot of courage, it takes a lot of strength, and that's what keeps us going forward. So in order to redeem yourself, you have to look at not just the bad, because I, it's pretty much a given. You did not screw up on absolutely every level across the board. There were at least a couple things that you did right. Okay, let's, let's own that. Then let's get through, okay, what did we do wrong? Where did we mess up? Why? Why did we make those decisions and stuff? Like really look at it and evaluate it so that you can um, 
I've been seeing a wonderful quote being passed around on Facebook, and I think it's from Desmond Tutu, but if I'm wrong, please forgive me. But it's, we need to stop just pulling people out of the river. We need to go upstream and find out why they're falling in. Ooh, so, I like that. Yeah, that's part of the process. It's not just what went wrong, but why did you make those decisions? What, was go, what were all the different things going on that contributed to that choice so that you can be aware of that and make much better choices going forward? And then what do you want to do next time? And, and that doesn't mean that next time it's going to be perfect because um, perfect doesn't exist. But how can I keep improving? What worked, what didn't, what do I want to do next time? And that's the whole process for redemption. Because if you just ask for, if you, if you forgive yourself or ask for forgiveness, but you don't change your behavior, um, what was the point? Right. That whole change your behavior point. Yeah, that yeah. part is critical. Right? Because real redemption comes with a change. Yeah. Uh, that's no change, no redemption. Right. I like that. And it's just an empty, just an empty, I'm sorry. There's no, there's no footwork on the other end. I love that. Kathy, how about you? When you look at raising small children, you've got three babies at home, you've got three young kids, you're homeschooling, you're involved in it, mentor level in so many different ways with the people you come in contact with. How do you model, redeem to your children, to the people under you? Well, lots of ways, right? One of the things I tell my kids is that the only real apology is changed behavior, right? So you can't do the same thing over and over again and say, oh, I'm sorry, oh, I'm sorry, oh, I'm sorry. And it, it, because eventually sorry is not good enough, right? Stop doing it and it won't be an issue. So I think that, and also being okay with, I've said it a thousand times, failing forward, right? Because really, if you think about it, that's how, how anybody gets anywhere. You're not born incredible from the get-go at one thing because you have to learn about it, Right. You have to learn the ins and outs. You have to learn the what to do and what not to do and how to go about it and how not to go about it. And I mean, if there wasn't a process to it, everybody would be great at it. Okay. So being okay and being comfortable with going, oh, well, that didn't work. Let's try this instead. Or that's not the direction we need to go. How about we try something else? As long as you are learning from what's happening, I think it's a, it's a fantastic way to verb it. I like that. I appreciate it. I think they have to see the people under you, the people you're trying to teach, the people you're modeling behavior in life for, have to see you learn it. They've got to see you get active in it and actually put your feet on the ground and, and recognize and and show redemption and seek it and offer it. I think you're right. I think I love failing forward, teaching your kids that it's okay to fail forward. I think that's so powerful in itself. So powerful. So let me ask you both this question. Let me give some thought to this. We hear phrases along the way that says, 
Oh, she has some wonderful redeeming qualities. Right? What are those? What is society? What is the world? What is the business world? What is the personal ethics entity that we exist under? What are some of those redeeming qualities? What would, what would make someone be, have that status? Oh, she has very redeeming qualities. Tammy, what do you think those would be? What oh, there's some, there's some very big, wonderful, redeeming qualities. Uh, I would say the, the, what comes to mind for me is actually caring about other people. Simple, common courtesy and respect. Um, actually listening to people. So many people have a conversation and it's just two different monologues going on because they're just waiting for the other person to stop talking so they can put in their own stuff. So like things like having the ability to listen, being able to um, bring people out and make them feel important and cared for, those are huge redeeming qualities. I love it. Cassie, how about you? Name some redeeming qualities. I think anything could be, you know, okay, so my kids love the fact that even if they get in trouble or even it doesn't matter what's going on, they can always get get a hug, right? They can always get some love because there's nothing so wrong in the world that you can't love on your kids. That's that's just how it is, right? So mm-hmm. being able to set aside your emotions for someone else's emotional stability, right? Being able to remove yourself from the situation and realizing that right then it has nothing to do with you. Mm. I like that. And catering to someone's needs despite your feelings in the situation. Mm-hmm. Yep. I appreciate that. You know, I think most of the time when we think about redeeming qualities, we think about those with good character, integrity, kindness, acceptance, love, right? All those things that we strive to be as people of character and integrity, right? those would be our redeeming qualities. But, you know, I think there's other ones. Like people will think that you see curiosity, for an example, right? Curiosity in a child, always asking questions, always wanting to know. It can so many times be turned into a negative thought or a negative behavior. I mean, really, it's a very redeeming quality to be able to continue to be, to continue to be curious in a world that tells you to sit down and shut up. But you're trying to learn in class. Your teacher will tell you. You'll get it. And so I think that I think we need to maybe broaden our perspective sometimes on what, what other people's redeeming qualities are about them. Right? Because I think we have a tendency to put a group of words together and go, okay, these are redeeming qualities and these are not so redeeming qualities. Does that make sense? And we put this shoebox of, of things out there. People say, oh, if you're this and you have very redeeming qualities or if you, if you see this, then you don't. But how many of those behaviors or instances or character traits that are of other people because we don't understand them, because we don't get it, because we don't have that curiosity, we see it as, as detrimental. So as you're looking at someone's claiming someone's redeeming qualities, where does the list come from? 
Do you, do you make your own, or is that list open? Tammy and the people you work with, Kathy, you, other, where does that list come from, and who gets to make a list? I think the list is ever-growing because I think it takes different qualities from different people in different situations to come to different outcomes. Right. So I think the list is ever-evolving. How about you, Tammy? As a coach, how do you keep your personal judgment out of someone else's redeeming quality? <laughs> well, that's, that's always a challenge because we're human and, and our judgment and all that stuff comes into it. But I, I, I like what um, Kathy said about that it's, that it's always evolving and growing. And I, I look back to who I was and what I valued and where I had my judgment, say, 20, 30 years ago, how much it has grown and evolved by personal experience and learning and being exposed to more people and different ways of looking at things so, yeah, it's totally, completely an evolving thing. And how do we get better at it? Being willing to listen and sit with our feelings so that we can properly evaluate them. Um, I can't remember where I heard it, but um, our first reaction is what we've been trained. Our second reaction is who we have learned to be and how to be a better person. And mm. I keep reminding myself of that when, when I come up with these, these, these snap judgments and, and prejudices and stuff in my head going, no, that's how I was trained. Now let's go through and who am I and what are the things that I have learned and improved upon in my life, which has made things an awful lot better. <laughs> hmm. Beautiful concept. Yep. And it takes so much personal awareness. Right? Where do you stand? How do you honor redemption? How do you honor someone else? Do you give them space for that? Right? It's the, a lot of times we want to be redeemed. We want everybody to open ours, but we are not near as willing to own someone else's need for redemption. So I love it. I love these conversations, ladies, and we could keep doing this all day long and talk this around, but we have come to a place where we're going to have to close with respect to you, Tammy, our guest, and with respect to our audience. We would love to always remember that we're brought to you by Guided by Grace and Enlighten Up. If we can serve you in some way, you want to banner a word with us, you want to share your story, or you just need someone to talk to, we're interested in what you have to say, please reach out to us at HeroBuilder2020 at gmail.com. I am going to take my closing statement by saying, Tammy, thank you so much for your time, for your wisdom, for the space that you provide, and for being that kick-ass coach. Everybody needs that every once in a while. So I appreciate who you are in it and the light that you shine. <clears throat> and the wisdom that you bring to the world. So thank you for your time today. Kathy, how would you always thank you for your time as well? In the, the busy world you exist in, you always find time to join me in this endeavor, and I'll always be grateful to you for that. So thank you as well. How would you like to leave our audience today with the word redeemed, Kathy? <clears throat> just as a you know, just with a reminder that, like we said, the list of redeeming qualities is ever-evolving, right? So... Allowing yourself to sit with a situation is difficult, but it's necessary. Beautiful. Maybe all Beautiful. the things that you see as negative are not necessarily negative. You just have to figure out why they are. Why you see them that way. I like that. That's a good yeah. challenge. That's a deep inside one. 
Tammy, we would be honored if you would take the stage for us, give us the last 90 seconds, close our op for us, leave our audience with some amazing Tammy Johnson insight on Redeem. Well, um, life, life is a game and life is a lesson and you have a lot more fun and a lot less grief if you just own that and keep working on learning, growing, and improving. And little things count and matter. You don't have to become the president of a country or, or lead a war or anything like that. You just need to be the best person that you can and be putting out those positive examples and those positive vibes out into the world. And you will have a massive impact and you will be remembered wonderfully and you will live in a much happier state of being. <laughs> 